It was the year of fire. The year of destruction. The year we took back what was ours. It was the year of rebirth. The year of great sadness. The year of pain. And the year of joy. It was a new age. It was the end of history. It was the year everything changed. The year is 2261. The show, the name of the pod. Episode 75, Epiphanies, in which Bester reveals President Clark's renewed interest in shutting down Babylon 5, and Mr. Garibaldi calls it quits. Coming to you live from the dawn of the third age of mankind, this is the name of the pod, the Babylon 5 podcast in which we explore the ongoing cultural legacy of the 1990 science fiction television program Babylon 5, a show which we thought was going in one direction, but which we learned last week was going in a rather different direction. I am joined, as always, by my dear friend and co-host. Did you take a breath in there anywhere? I don't think so. I don't think you did. This is Chris Tadro. And I'm John Cassie. Uh, yes. Hi, Chris. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, uh, he's going he's gonna to wither and die soon if he doesn't you know, intake some oxygen here. As I was saying to yeah. some students I was working with last week, uh, it is well known that I like a an open and discursive style of writing and speaking. Why use a period when you could just use comma, comma, semicolon, comma, 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 yeah. right? Comma, 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 chameleon. Really? Really. You're coming and One. going right now. Yes. One minute in. One minute and 15 seconds. Thank you, seconds. everybody. So, Good night. <laughs> so, look, we're, yeah. we're through the Shadow War. Yep. And now, if our thesis that we talked about last time holds true, you know, the dawn of the third age of mankind, mm-hmm. we're actually now kind of encountering content that connects to, quote, the real story, the meta story, the overarching narrative of this program. Yes. And I think this episode does a reasonably good job, I think. Of setting up some clear uh, oppositional forces, uh, mm-hmm. not straw men, but villains, etc. What do you think? I, no, I agree. I think this is this is clearly this is a repositioning cruise uh, type episode. Yeah, where you know, we've we've had the the big kind of ending of the of the war and. Now we have to refocus, retrain our eye on what's the, what's the main, now that the flash, the big flashy, you know, glitz is over. What's right. the main message? What's the main point of the show here? Right. Um, right. And, you know, getting everything into alignment, you know, post-war to be able to, to, to tell that story. I mean, it's, it's, I don't think it's any coincidence that we have all the major characters returning to the station. In this episode. Right. You know, we've Can't Jakar be. is back. You know, Londo is back on the flimsiest of excuses. Um, right. You know, and, uh, yeah, it's you know, everybody's, well, I mean, not Kosh, but, uh, but yeah, everybody's, everybody's back here. Um, Lita's settling into her post-Vorlonic life. Post-Vorlonic life. Yeah. That makes and sense not really to me. Tr- not really sure what that entails. Um, you know, she does complain about, you know, the only time people ever come to see her is when they want something. Well, 
I mean, if you watch the show, that's really the only thing time anybody goes to see anybody in in a in a, a genre sci-fi you know, television show is when they when they want something. Nobody like gets together just to go and have lunch. Doctor Bashir and Garrick, notwithstanding. Uh Yes, 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 yes. You're right. They, uh, the, the, but, but the regular, your, regular lunch dates. To your point, yeah. one of the things that I always liked about a show like Galactica is that you get more of that just kind of screwing around content mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is maybe one of its contributions to, to the genre down the road. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I love... Uh, I love the slice of life, the what happens when there aren't big things happening uh, stories. But I think love them in I think in particular that that you know JMS is reluctant to put them in because he's crunched he's feeling the crunch for time. I mean, here in the fourth season, UPN is I mean I'm sorry P10 has fallen apart. Correct the writing is on the wall, you know, forget not knowing if he's going to have a fifth season. I think I was reading that the, that even a lot of the stations on P10 had all like, like fractured off and who knows when the show is being aired and who knows if it's even going to get a full run this season. I see. So I don't think he's got a lot of time for dilly dallying. He's got to get his story told. Right. And, where in season two, there was time to to kick back at Earhart's. Mm-hmm. Those sets are not needed. We have we have important stories to tell. Tm. Yeah, I and mean we do get the the celebration on the Zocalo, you know, with the dancing and indeed. the fireworks and all of this. Indeed, all of this whatnot. Um, so, which which is it? Which definitely has its place. You know, at, at the conclusion of the war, but then things are just immediately boom, boom, boom. Everything is, everything is happening. Yeah. In, in this episode, we're really given a sense of what that reboot might look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, of what, of what, uh, of what we're, we're trying to sort of get back to after a little bit of, sort of introductory noodling, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And as always, one of, our, uh, one of our threats, one of our challenges is the Psychor itself, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's the, it's the kind of obvious frontline weaponization of the Clark administration. Nicely put. It is in fact the 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 the, the long arm mm-hmm. of corruption. Mm-hmm. And it, it I mean it's what we expect. It's it's no different from what we've come to to know and love from our friend Bester. Mhm. And from this administration. Right. Right. Because I think in order to present a formidable threat and make it feel like there is, there's a sense of, of danger or someone who could outplay 
you know, the, the characters assembled here on this, around this uh, conference room table. You know, you have to have somebody like Bester. You have to have somebody in the Psy Corps. If it were just one of these, uh, one of these smarmy Nightwatch, um, you know, recruiter types, or if it were a bunch of just kind of like Earth Alliance Marines, there wouldn't there wouldn't feel a sense of threat there wouldn't there wouldn't be it, it's not enough of a magnitude you know they they need to have someone who has qu- uncertain and and sort of questionable powers or abilities or something that, some kind of dap to be able to <laughs> to stand up against them yeah some kind of dap is a nice way to put it yeah even if there's no real threat on offer Mm-hmm. There has to be the menace of a potential threat that might come, an right. untrustworthiness, an yeah. unreliability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can't be deputy third class flunky, you know, mm-hmm. Jane Jones or whatever, right? Right. Like that woman right. from the episode with she was trying to recruit Sheridan. Oh, using exactly yeah. all of the things that would fail utterly to recruit John Sheridan. Yes. Yeah. That was the, the woman from the 38 special video, if I recall. That's correct. Yes. That's correct. Yes. So, um, so we've got, we've got Bester. Mm-hmm. As always, I'm going to give you, you know, three pennies, mm-hmm. but I'm going to keep four to myself. I will help but only because you have the capacity to help me a little bit more. I'm going to take a little bit more from you than I give, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give you something. Right. Right. He's, you know, he's, he's playing the, the, playing the political games yeah. and the, 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 the trading of, the trading of leverage, the trading of power, um, Never revealing his hand entirely. Precisely. Um, and, uh, yeah, frankly, I think if if whatever came down involved either the complete destruction of the station, you know, minus, um, you know, his lady friend there in uh, cold storage, um, or the complete destruction of, of you know, Clark's EarthGov alliance, I, I think he'd be fine with it as long as he came out ahead in the deal. Right. I think he sees the Psycor as eternal. Mm-hmm. As having really nothing to do with Babylon 5 per se, with EarthGov per se. Mm-hmm. The Psycor is mother, the Psycor is father, the Psycor will will be and has always been, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Which is a really... Uh, disturbed view and a disturbing critique of what might happen to Earth society when Clark is replaced. Yeah, that that there's well, depending on who replaces him, but yeah, there's 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 no there's no particular loyalty other than to the core. Yeah, first uh, and foremost and, is the core, right? Yeah. Which I think is pretty problematic. I I would agree. I would agree. There's nothing. There's no external 
no external loyalty to tether them to any sense of any sense of ethics or any sense of morality beyond their own preservation. And we've seen any number of occasions where we should be at least as dubious of their motives as the crew is of Clark's. Oh, certainly. Certainly. I mean, we, we, we don't get a Bester episode without an opportunity for him to sort of reveal in the last scene, you know, whatever kind of sneaky machinations that he has going on or that the, that the core themselves are doing that, uh, that he hasn't revealed until that point. But uh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's always, you know, there is nothing that they will not do to, to ensure their survival right? and their, and their dominance. Right. There's certainly nothing that, there's certainly nothing that he won't do. And there's no reason to think that in this regard, he isn't the perfect stand in for the core as a whole. Yeah, we're not really shown. We don't get a good member of the core. Um, you know, we kind of had that in Talia, but that turned out to really not be a very good example of a good member of the core. The very definition of not, <laughs> right? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, maybe if we had someone who who wasn't a rogue, who hadn't left uh, to, to, to give us an example of someone who, you know, was just standing up for, you know, I, I'm sticking, I know that the, the, the core is corrupt, but, you know, it's, you know, there's, there's hope, there's, there's, there's opportunity, there's a chance here, and if we can only guide it from within, kind of thing, but we don't get that from anybody. That I've seen. E- even, even the television commercials <laughs> right. don't give any support to your perspective. Yes, with yeah. the unfortunate side lamp. Quite. 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 Mm. Need nothing yeah. more need be said about the lamp of well. Yes, we draw the curtain on the lamp. Um I but I haven't read the novels, so I don't know if maybe in some of the 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 ancillary kind of media and materials around the show, if there's maybe there is an example of something that uh, that I that I don't know about where we see you know the the good egg within the core, the you know the, the sort of antithesis of the one rotten apple, right, right kind of situation. But hopefully, you know, listeners, if you have read a lot of the novels or the comics or any of those any of those kinds of things and come across uh, something of that element, let us know uh, because I'd love to I'd love to see a different angle. I'd love to see it explored more um, and and kind of fleshed out more than being sort of a monolithic, you know, all these telepaths end up being evil or, or you know, maybe not evil, but so devoted to the core that they are, you know, bereft of a certain level of morality that we would like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, on the question of morality in the Psycor, we have to pivot now to Michael Garibaldi, don't we? Mm-hmm. Oh, they want us to think he has been psi manipulated so badly, don't they? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we the 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 circumstantial evidence is is damning. Yes, um, but 
you know, until we get to the end of the end of the story and see who's really pulling the strings, I'm not, uh, I'm not ready to, 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 to convict. Nicely put. I've mm. watched enough and read enough John Michael's, uh, J. Michael Straczynski mm. material to know yeah. that the harder I'm being sold it, the more <laughs> likely it's a bill of goods. Yes. Right? He's very clever. Yeah. About how he positions these kinds of notions. And yeah. this feels like I'm being asked. It's like I have to resist continuously the pressure in the narrative mm-hmm. to go with this. Remember, I told you he was control. Remember with Talia Winters? Remember, ha ha ha, I didn't tell you that, but I did, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. This sort of thing. Yeah. I'm not buying it. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm not buying it. Until no. until it's clear. Right, right. I mean, we saw a Psychor badge on the person that entered yes. his cell. Doesn't Could necessarily mean anything. mean anything. Could mean anything. We know that, you know, Bester has another ace up his sleeve. Could be anything. Yep. Doesn't necessarily have to be this. And, yeah, you know, even... I don't know. Hardcore mental conditioning you know, Manchurian candidating someone with using psychedelic, like, video as a trigger doesn't feel like a psychor thing to me. It feels a little like a miss, doesn't it? It feels more like the the two, uh, the, were they knights? The interrogators who showed up to to abduct and interrogate uh, Sinclair. Sinclair back in, uh, was it in the sky full of stars? Yes. Uh, and they were using sort of the, the technological methods instead of, instead of bringing in a telepath. And we wondered at the time, why are they doing that? Well, you know, maybe it's a different agency. Maybe it's a, right. you know, a sort of parallel. Right. Doesn't, I mean, some kind of a technomage thing maybe, or, or yeah, I mean the, the, the core doesn't have to be, they don't have the monopoly on being, you know, jerkwads. Yeah. They can, you know, right. we can have like, I don't know, the CIA or something could still be operational or. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so we've got, uh, Avengers assemble. Yep. Let's get our player characters back on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Everyone back to home, please. Mm. All these external shots are bankrupting us. <laughs> all these, all these sets, even these uh, yes. crabby, half the size they're supposed to be, no matte painting, Centauri throne room, too expensive, <laughs> right? Yeah. And let's get pastels. Yeah, right. Shame on you for raising that. By the way, shame on I you. I know. Um, I know your feelings about the uh, the minister. Yes, they yeah. are unchanged. Yes. No, I, 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 I will come back didn't to say that. I blame you for those feelings. <laughs> So we got our player characters back, right? We've got a little, yes. got a little Shakar content, a little Londo content, mm-hmm. a little Sheridan, a little delay. Okay, every you know everyone's on board. Mm-hmm. Zach Allen, mm. sort of promoted in the yeah. in the interstitial material. Yeah. Getting uh, the command codes from Garibaldi's, uh, mm. what, underwear drawer, it would seem. 
I, you know, I, I'm not going to ask. Frankly. Better not to know. Better, better not to know. Yeah. I rather liked th- that that exchange between them. Mm-hmm. Again, Jerry Doyle, very possibly the best actor portraying a human. Mm-hmm. Totally believable. Yeah. As he's as he's doing his, you know, as he's doing his role. Yep. And I think that there's an acknowledgement to some extent that Jeff Conaway was sort of like Zach Allen and brought back into sort of the world of mainstream television, mm-hmm. given a proper role with some, some juiciness and some work. Mm-hmm. You look at character arcs. Wow, the Zach Allen character has come a long way from when Very we true. first met him. Yeah, and he wasn't. You know, Michael Garibaldi's right. He's by far the best second Garibaldi's mm-hmm. ever had. I mean, the other oh, one tried to kill him. Yeah, I was going to say or, it's the, yeah. the bar is a little low. It's a little low, there. right? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, but yeah, I, you know the 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 chemistry between the two of them is good. You know, they have similar personalities, the kind of wisecracking, right. you know, blue collar, you know, man of the people kind of element to them. Yeah. Um, that, uh, that the, and the banter flows naturally, you know, the line about, you know, delusions of adequacy, <laughs> um, which, <laughs> was a you good know, line. if, if I, if I'd remembered that line, you know, three years ago, we'd have a different name for our podcast. Uh, re- um, <laughs> it's a good line. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good line. Um, but yeah, it's it's it, and clearly Garibaldi doesn't have. He doesn't he doesn't have any grudges against Zach. You know, this he's got nothing. Yeah. There, his anger is more focused toward Sheridan. Oh you know, yes, and and it's it's unclear how much the rest of the command staff kind of get hit with the the splash effect of that. Um, he doesn't, doesn't seem to have a lot of time for, for Dr. Franklin, which is surprising considering how close they've been in the past. Right. But, uh, right. But again, you know, mind magics, yeah. brain, brain magics, brain magics. Yeah. 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 There's something about the way this Garibaldi story is being told. I don't know. It almost feels like it needs more time or more layering. Mm. Maybe it's because I simply will not accept what reads as a JMSian red herring. As mm-hmm. I won't even I'm not even registering it as content. I'm registering it as malarkey. You're trying to throw Do- me off the trail, kid. I'm not doing it. That that it's the psychor, or that he's he's being controlled at all. That he's being controlled at all. Oh, interesting. Uh, and if so, by psychor. So see, I, I definitely, yeah. I definitely think that there's a control element going on. Okay, that he's been he's been imprinted in some way. Okay. I, I think but, I'm being obstreperous in my mm. in my rejection of this, but. I want to see some evidence that isn't what we've already seen, that that might be true. And maybe mm. that's what I mean when I say this story feels a little thin. 
right now because mm-hmm. I'm looking for threads from somewhere. Yeah. G- give me, give me something. Yeah, and I think really the only thread that we have is that he's had a pretty drastic change of attitude and personality since coming back from his from his abduction. Had the Michael Garibaldi of this episode reads like he just reads as Garibaldi to me. Mm. The, 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 the angry, grumpy, bilious Garibaldi of the end of the Shadow War definitely read as having a little edge. Mm. But not an not an unheard of amount of edge. Mm-hmm. It's like they needed to pivot the character along one axis for it to be believable to me, but they pivoted it along another one. And mm. so I'm... Uh, uh, it's like an Uncanny Valley thing. You want me to believe this. I'm not seeing it. I'm not buying it. Uh-huh. It's not a consistent and gradual ramp or or line of his behavior it's there's sort of there's more of a of a it's more spiking up and down yes toward the angry garibaldi gregarious garibaldi or just sort of chill garibaldi right. it's like hey i've just made the decision you know, i'm not here to argue with you i'm just you know he's not going to get in somebody's face and yell he he kind of growls at sheridan a little bit but right but no more than uh, no know. more than he might have at any point in season 2 apropos yeah. of nothing True. And so, uh, maybe it's a maybe it's to to Jerry Doyle's credit as an actor that I'm not reading a particular thing in a particular way, or maybe it's a problem with the script. He's not interpreting it effectively enough. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think that's likely to be the case. You know, or or or. Well. Yeah. Normally, we get these things telegraphed and then they get paid off fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. And since we're not getting that payoff, I'm I'm a little I'm I'm a little uncertain about what is actually going on. Yeah. Well, I don't think it'll be too long. We'll see. As I said. Everything else is moving along at, at full steam. Yeah. There's no sense. Uh, there's no, I, I don't get any sense that, that this is something that's going to be drawn out for 15 or 20 episodes. Which means it's never, ever resolved in all likelihood. Right. There's, that's right. That, there's that great risk yeah. the longer you let things go. Right. Yeah. Um, and we remain in a place where what we think we know about Lita Alexander is far less than we actually mm. do know. Yes. And I like the way that's being written. Mm-hmm. And I suppose it's using the same writing strategies that are used uh, for the Garibaldi story, and yet I think they land with Lita. Mm-hmm. We really have no idea what the Vorlons have done. Is there more code in there? Well, maybe. Right. I don't know and what they are. Her, was her warning of the the allies on Zahadum 
conscious, unconscious, she's not even sure. Right. Sheridan she thinks says the she, thing. She says she's not sure. Um, but there's no reason to believe that Sheridan, you know, is is yeah. is right in his interpretation. Mm-hmm. Right. Lita Alexander seems admonished in a way that suggests that there was something volitional. Mm. But that doesn't mean there was. Yeah. And end of the day, it was the right thing to do. Correct. And, you know, we've we've likened things. We've taken the show back to the role playing game table several times. Right. And I could completely see one of the players deciding to, you know, to sort of like pulling the GM aside and being like, "Okay, listen, this is what I'm going to do, because there's no way in hell I'm letting Bester get his hands on all the goodies that I that I know are down there. Right. So I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, but don't tell the other players this. I think I may have even done that in games before myself. You have done them in games that I have been running. Yes. I, I just need, we just need to have a two or three hour long conversation about all the different things I'm going to do mm-hmm. that the party shouldn't know anything about. Okay. Right. Right. I have all the time in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love it when she snapped Bester back in yes. the woo oogie black mm. and white television scene. Yeah, and but I thought that was an effective effect. Oh, for, totally. Yeah, to for for conveying what was going on there. Yeah, and and the 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 little like snap snap snaps from each of the the other people, and then the big wa-boom! Precisely. You know, from her. Yeah. Oh, he, she's just a P5. She couldn't stop me even if she wanted to. Mm. So yeah. smarmy. Good grief. Mm. Okay, riddle me this, going off slightly yeah. slightly tangenty on Lita Alexander. So when I had to go what? back, I had to rewind. Yes. When, when we first encountered her room with all the stuff that she'd bought at the Zocalo, I uh-huh. swear those were Ikea blue shopping bags. <laughs> I've got the same stinking note written down. They're Ikea bags with the word Zocalo that's written right, on the that's side. That's right. That's right. I'm yes. Like, yes. Like, that is an Ikea bag. That is an Ikea uh-huh. bag. Yes. Yep. That if is, we both notice it, it has that, to be true. Yeah. That, that is a license with the word dog crossed out and the word cat <laughs> written in, in crayon. No, it isn't. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly that. So I, I mean, I thought, look, that was kind of a fun little touch, uh-huh, right? Uh huh. Um, yeah. And um, it's it's like when you have those 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 coffee mugs, uh, you know, that that are sort of like small, and then they 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 taper out at the bottom, you know, and that's sort of indicative of future. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in the same way that, exactly. that Mandarin collars are indicative of future, you know, and, right. and the big blue IKEA shopping bags are apparently the same thing. Yeah. I have been looking without any real success to find some Mandarin collar shirts. There's, there's a couple in the market, but I haven't I, found any I probably any that still are... have a couple of them in my closet upstairs because I never get rid of anything. Yeah, well, you and I have put on another human altogether. So, well, no, you've lost weight. I've lost a little, but yeah, yeah I'm, getting, I'm getting back. I'm getting back into, into fighting shape for bikini season. Oh, my God. This is a family program. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. If I can do another sidetrack. Yes, please. uh, While we're on sidetrack city here. Um, So 
when Bester comes on and he and Zach are kind of exchanging barbs. Yes. It got me thinking, like, have they actually met? I have to go back to, to the last, you know, maybe maybe it was in Ship of Tears or maybe, you know, there may have been one, one before that. But I was like, have, have they had any scenes together? And um, I don't I almost, remember. I, I almost don't want to know because there's a there's a richness having Walter Koenig in a scene where someone is claiming to remember him. Uh, but he, but they weren't on the show together it, at that time. That's right. You know, <laughs> precisely. <laughs> you know, there's layers to that joke, and I love it. There are layers to that joke. Yes, I love it. Um, mm. What did you make of the Jacar Londo interaction? Mm. I mean, that was a uh, well, that was a dismissal of the of of the of the highest order, wasn't it? It was, and it, it clearly was not the kind of reception that Londo was hoping for. Right for I a think, moment, I, I was think, like, "Oh my god, do they hug or something?" They're I, just going to make out. It's going to be so hot. Oh my god, what is wrong with you? Any number of things, really. Gross. <sighs> I don't know. Um, don't judge. Um, <laughs> Hate on hater, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I, I, I you know, it was like, well, how is this gonna go? And then Jakar, nope. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's a situation where I wish that English were not a language that I wish it were one of those languages, like like any of your your um, romance languages, where there was a separate uh, second person singular and plural. Oh because yeah, okay. When when Jakar says, you know, my world is free, you know, you no longer exist in my universe, you know, pray that we never notice one another again. Is he using to or vu? Right, right. You know, is he is he talking about you specifically, Londo, or you the Centauri in general? Right. I think it you know, it could go either way. I, I you know I, it's it's probably the singular. I'm probably reading too much into it but it, it's just kind of it was it was a great line well you know using your your thinking about language here if he was using that singular form directly to you mm. that comes with a sort of familiarity or a dismissal or you're below me in social status or right mm. and then that sort of what we would recognize as a plural or formal form Mm-hmm. is either plural or formal, depending on how it's used, right? It's true. So it, it, we might not be able to tell what his actual meaning was, regardless of which language was being used. Right. This is a, one of those you, y'all, and all y'all kind of scenarios. Right. Um, <clears throat> and because if it was the plural, then it's clearly your people. Mm-hmm. Pray, pray that your people understand that they will never be part of my universe again. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, you could have written it that way, so it was very clear. I think in right. this case, Shakar means Londo personally. Mm-hmm. And then sort of by extension, right? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. The station isn't all that big. You know, they're both here. I can't imagine that they're not going to awkwardly bump into each other at the cafeteria or something. You know, yeah, waiting in line at the restroom or something like that. 
that will be that will be an unpleasant moment. Um, you know, the station's not that big. Yeah, and it's not like they're rolling in gray eighty-five. Mm-hmm. I mean, they 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 are in the privileged elite part of the station. Yeah, they can't help but see each other. Right. If they're going to both right. spend time there. Yeah. And given what's yeah. happened to the poor minister. Mm. Oh, poor thing. Oh yeah, I know you're. You couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Couldn't happen to a nicer minister. Yeah. Yeah. Minister. Minister. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um. So, folks, we we. You know, our sense is that this is a. Let's let's recombobulate the team. Let's mm-hmm. let's get everyone back together. Let's get off of you know these spaceships and other planets. Get our PCs back in the business, and then let's see what we're going to do with it. It's very clear that JMS wants to tell a story about the Psycor, psionics, and perhaps ways in which the government misleads, misrepresents the people, the manipulation of information, what is truth, what isn't truth. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get a lot of that in next week's episode, which is called The Illusion of Truth. Right. Chris, anything else to add on this guy? No, no, I think we've, uh, I think we've, uh, I think we've covered this one. So friends, you know where to find us. The name of the pod in any old search engine. The name of the pod on Facebook. Rate, review, share some thoughts. We are now back in the meta story. What mm-hmm. is this program actually about? The third, the dawn of the third age of mankind. And we'll see you next week for the illusion of truth. See you then. Okay, bye.